just the sound. I'm here with Sevi. My name's Anthony, and we are ready for our final water cooler of the year. That's it. That's it. Final water cooler of the year. And what better way to finish up than with a Christmas finale on Hawkeye? Mate, what's this sitting at rating wise? Rating was. Do we want to do a season recap through the six? Sure. And then let's do get it. to it. All right. First episode, still 7-7. Seven, seven. We'll then go to a 7-8. An 8-5 for Echoes. Partners, am I right? Sitting at 8.2. Ronan, sitting at 8.7. Then we come to this one. So this is Christmas. 8.1. Solid. Dropped off a lot. Nah, it's still sitting in the eights. I thought it would have been higher. You know, I thought so too, but I think Ronan was a better episode. Well, Ronan, like Ronan and Echoes. So you had Echoes at 8.5, then it dropped down to 8.2 with Partners, Am I Right? And then Ronan picked Which I thought was a good episode too. To 8.7, and then, yeah, this dropped down to 8.1. But you're still sitting in an eight. So the and I think if you go like in what it's going to be sitting at about eight point, probably an eight point one, eight point two for the whole series, right? Um, it probably says somewhere, but not in this list that I've got. But if here. you're looking at an average of all of those six, it's sitting at a seven point nine. So it's not even in the eights. That um, those first two episodes pulled it down. Yeah, well, I mean the the, the latest one is the third lowest. And I mm. wouldn't have picked that. No, not at all. It's weird, isn't it? So anyway, weird. Um, but we we do we do say that we can trust IMDb because because it, it's a amalgamation. Amalgamation. Um, I don't know where that sits, like ratings wise, among the other Marvel guys. I'd probably be too long to pull up. But I'll do it. How, how <laughs> do you feel about this episode? I loved it. I thought it was a great finale. Um, I'm bummed there was no. End credit scene at all, <laughs> like nothing at all. Don't even get me started um, on that. It just, it just kind of finished, and then that was it. But you know, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Um, it's, it was a solid ending. I think they had a lot of little nods in there. They had some great character moments again, and they tied everything up. I think pretty well. Like I don't know where Echoes is going to go from here. Like the actual show Echoes. But I and I also don't know if I care. What do you mean? Where it's going? Like, if it's going to be with Kingpin, then awesome. But look, we'll talk about this. All right, let's break the episode down. Let's do it, and then we'll speculate at the end. Um, so this episode starts with um, pretty much exactly where it left off in the last episode, which was them sitting at the table talking about Kingpin and that he's the person they're afraid of. Yep. There, you then s- go between them kind of talking about how scared they are of him. So you're building up this presence of Kingpin and then you're seeing the conversation that Vincent D'Onofrio is having, sorry, Kingpin is having with Eleanor. The, let's just, I just want to jump into that scene right now because that scene, the way it was shot, to introduce Kingpin into the MCU, I think was brilliant. The, the, the legs and the stick. The cane, I should say, not the stick. Cane. The heavy thumping footfalls I, of how heavy. I he don't is. want to get beaten up by him, so I'll say cane. <laughs> the cane, the cane as he's walking in, 
But then even like the way they shoot him from below. Everything. They shoot him from below. They shoot down on her. So you see the, the dynamic between the two of them. They make him straight look away. so much larger than life. Everything they do in this episode makes him look larger than life. Like he is a monster in this in this MCU. It's to the point where, like, if they're just saying that he's going to be the street level equivalent of the big bad, you believe it already. Yeah, you're like, yeah, this guy is street level Thanos. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's. If he's going to be in the background messing with She-Hulk, with all of this stuff, like, you can see that happening. Anyway. Incredible, like, framing of the scene. The way he twitches his eye. I don't know if he meant that. He does it too much for it not to be meant. Because it was his bottom eyelid. Now, that twitches when you're... You can't make that twitch. I don't know how he does it, but I swear to God it's intentional. I don't think it is. I really don't because think it is. he did it at the point where he was like, she's trying to back out, get to the point. It was going the whole time. No, man. It starts twitching when he's like, when you can tell he thinks something's off. Unless they've and added then it, it started twitching. Oh no! I think he's doing it, man. You can't you try do I it. Really? I don't know. I do. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Nah, try do it. You can't. You can't make that video eye twitch. I think he can do it. I think if Jim Carrey wanted to, he could do it. It's these guys that have control over their face, man. <laughs> like they're actors. Look, he did it as well at the point where I think it's towards the end where he confronts. No, it's when he tells Kazi that Maya. When Maya's talking to him at first. And it's at the point where he's like, no, she's she's gone. So he says what she needs to hear. But you can see he doesn't believe it. And it's the eye twitch that gives it away. And then he turns to Kazi and says, you have to kill her. You know? They've made him just as brutal as the MCU one without actually showing him doing the brutal things. Because it's everything he's saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, it's his physicality in how he's talking to It's not only that, it's it's your past knowledge of him as well. He's terrible. You got to remember, most people that that are watching this have seen Vincent D'Onofrio crush a dude's head with a car door. Mm. Except, in this, it would have been one hit. Yeah, not that several. dude doesn't have a head after that first hit. He ripped a car door off. It was beautiful. It, well, we'll get to that. We'll I was so we'll happy there, when that this, happened. This first scene, though, was just chef's kiss. It was great. Um, Eleanor saying she wants to back out, but even Eleanor's showing just how strong her character she is. She ain't strong. But her she, standing up to she, him and saying... She thinks she is. She doesn't realise who she's she dealing thinks. with. She has no strength, like the human strength. She's got no, but no. He doesn't care that you've black that you're gonna blackmail him. He'll just kill. Can he'll I'm just kill you. What? You'll disappear. Well, that's that was that was a thread from the first Netflix series. Do you remember from the first Daredevil season? It was that dude saying, "Oh, I want out, but I've got all this information on you." Yeah. And he's like, "That's nice. I'm gonna kill yeah. you." Yeah. 
I think that's awesome. You're dead. Um, yeah, that was Ben Ben Yurik, uh, wasn't it? No. I thought that was when else. he kills Yurik because Yurik's like, I've got all this stuff on you. He's like, yeah, I know, but you talk to my mother. You dragged my mother into this. Now I'm going to yeah, kill that you. One, yeah, that one was that was kind of the same. But yeah. And then just picks him um, up. No, it, was like, it was like a politician or something him like out. that early in the first season. Because Yurik didn't die in the first season, did he? Yeah. Yeah, Yurik, first season. Yeah, Yurik died. Did too. That's right. Oh, man. i got to watch that again. That was good. Good show. Anyway, but we're back to this, which is what's a great show too. Um, but Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin in the MCU, absolutely keen for that. I'm just wondering, let's just follow his thread through because, no, let's go chronological. Where are you going, Tell mate? You Come on. Chronological. You're leading this chronological. shit. Let's do this. You were about, to, t- you were about to turn let's the boat go. around and then you just went, no, 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 we'll swing it back around again. I was, yeah. And instead, <laughs> iceberg ahead in the name of Kingpin. <laughs> big <laughs> white, big Kingpin. white and Hawaiian shirt. Oh, oh, my God. That was good. Anyway, this this scene leads into um, leads into Hawkeye saying, all right, we're going to go to this Christmas party. He's after your mum. Let's go sort this out. And we get another little nod to Christmas. because There's so many nods to Christmas movies in this series like it's almost an ode to christmas movies they go the full home alone style trick arrow montage it's just have a montage of making trick arrows just montage it was great everybody needs a montage all the and you get to see the um the red pim arrow getting set up there's stark tech getting set up there's the electromagnet one that he makes, like, this is all direct from that comic book series where you saw, well, like, they would show all the trick those arrows. Those Stark like, arrows, they were the, that, that's a tank buster, isn't it? I think so, yeah. That's a way too dangerous. That's what he pulled out. Yeah, he pulled out, put in an arrow, and then said too dangerous. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's the tank buster ones, the little... <laughs> yeah, the little, um, the ones that Justin Hammer tried to copy. Yeah. yeah. He just goes, uh, and just fizzles out. Yeah, so this is um, that little montage of trick arrows, seeing how happy Kate was when he said, we're going to make trick arrows. She's like, yes, that is awesome. The little nods in this movie, in this show as well, to bring back from things they only set up a couple of episodes later, Mm. but just felt like a payoff. Like the coin trick we'll talk about, but talking of when they were just decorating the Christmas tree like two episodes ago. And she was like, you can't split an arrow with an arrow. And he's like, you can. I've done it before. First arrow has to be wood. So it goes down the yep. middle. Then he does it. You know, that's actually wrong. What do you mean? I was watching a, a guy was breaking down. Funny enough, and this was yesterday I watched this. A guy on YouTube, a guy was breaking down archery scenes from movies. Mm. And he said... You can split an arrow, but they need to be carbon to get oh, it to okay. go right down the middle. Because if you split wood, the grain does not run all the way down, which means yeah, as soon as it starts down the wood, it then veers off. Mm. So you can't actually split a wood arrow. It's, it goes. Middle. It's very, very unlikely to smack it dead. Unless, unless you've made a arrow with a single grain running. Right yeah, down with the, the straightest grain. Yeah. On the planet, running straight down it. He goes otherwise, which apparently Hawkeye has, because he does this at the end of the episode. Well, no, it's carbon. He uses carbon arrows, doesn't he? 
No, aren't they carbon charged? He uses charged? a wood arrow, which he, he uses a wood arrow, which he splits at the end, because that's what he says to her. The first one has to be wood. Well, Hawkeye's wrong. And then, and then you see the shot. Look, all I'm saying is, when you're Hawkeye, you can probably do what you want if you want. That's to why do. this episode's rated work. so low. All the archery people are like, nah, that's bullshit. Gold <laughs> <laughs> <call it> bullshit. <laughs> Everything else is real except the splitting of the arrow bullshit. Yeah, all right, drop it down. Um, <laughs> so they go to the Christmas party. Uh, they infiltrate as and, and bring the LARPers along which had me terrified by the way you, I've talked about this you before you thought Grills was dead uh, so many times I was like oh Grills is going to die oh no this is it this is where Grills dies oh no <laughs> like, oh, I just want to say don't, don't suit up Grills please <laughs> the the greatest part of this episode now there was a lot of great parts is it the swordsman it's Jack it's Jack Jack is the greatest part of this episode just when he's in that sword fight on guard, yeah, and he's yeah. making the noises. It's like, don't. What are you doing? What are and you then doing? Getting invited to laugh. He's just, but he doesn't even care. He's just like, mm, there's blood on my tie. <laughs> Mate, this is one of the best times to me where we got a opposite of Mephisto. Like, where I was like, Jack's gonna be someone. He's got to be. He's someone, gonna be right? bad. And the swordsman's gonna be a bad guy. And he turns out he's just and amazing. He was no one <laughs> except someone who's really good with a sword. He's literally just a playboy who's good with a sword. Yeah. And you're like, I'm happy with it that was, because he seems like such a nice person. It was that whole line. Oh, Jack's here. Just got out of jail for reportedly killing someone with a sword and he's got yeah. a sword. <laughs> yeah. Like the, what the hell? Honestly, like, I would not be upset because uh, Dalton, Tony Dalton is playing so Jack good. here. They got a really good actor to play this part. If they do a Hawkeye season two with Kate Bishop, if he stays around as like a father figure mentor for her, I would not be mad. No, not at all. Not at all. Because he is such a better swordsman than Oh, her. he's a good guy, but get him out of here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but he's such a better swordsman than her that I could see him being like, you're a great archer. I'll help you with your sword. But play. wasn't it, didn't you say it was a swordsman, Jock who trained Hawkeye? He was Hawkeye's mentor. So yeah. what if it's now this way? He's going to be Hawkeye's, this mentor, Hawkeye's mentor, but... Yeah, not the Hawkeye you know. I would not be mad. I would be so happy just to get more Jock. Jack, Jack, Jack in this, not <laughs> Jock. Just to get more Jack would be incredible. He's so good. Anyway, um, prior to that though, we get Kazi across the road with a sniper. Quick, 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 just, quick. Uh, uh, problem with this is it the fact that he's using a red? Why door, do they idiot? use lasers in movies? Snipers don't use lasers. So that you can see that someone's aiming at you. Yeah, I'm, why? You're an idiot. I don't know. Yeah, it makes no sense, man. Or you're just not confident on your sniping ability, I guess. I don't know. And it's a 200 meter shot. But he chose the snipe nest both times. Like, but you don't need a laser for a 200 meter shot because no. you've got drop. There's, you've got wind. There's no drop or there's a wind lot to play. in a 200 meter oh, shot. No, there's a little bit. Better. Not really. Not if you scope, you zero your scoping, you're fine. The bullet's not going to drop enough. But especially if you're going through glass as well. Velocity over that is not going to... With the gun that he was using, that's a bolt action. I'm going to say it's probably a 7.6... No, it'd probably be a... What would the round be? It'd be bigger than a 7.62. it was only 200 metres. He was in a building higher up across the road. Yeah, it'd only be a two, 300 metre shot. It's not a hard shot for a... He's a sniper. Yeah. It's not a hard shot. That's a that's a walk in the park. Well, in the army, that was a shot we were doing with a um, Ostire. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. Like he, he he's not. That's what I mean. And that's a, an Ostire is a five five six. 
you still wouldn't lose velocity over that shot with a three. With, well, we used, to, we used to get drop over 300 meters in Ostar. Yeah, but it's a 5.56. Five, that's what I mean. It's a smaller round. He's yeah. using, a th- uh, let's say, a 308 on this shot. You ain't losing velocity. No but way. But you're still going to get... Not enough. There's going to be an issue when it hits the glass. No, not enough. It's you'd need you'd go a follow you go two follow up rounds, you go two like three quick shots. But he can it's a, it's break, a bolt action. That's what I mean. He's yeah, brought the wrong break, gun. Break the shot, get through. Anyway, sorry guys, but he nerd, <laughs> gun, <laughs> nerd work there. Um, either way, for whatever reason, he's using a a red dot laser. Let's just, maybe that's why it's let's just put it this maybe way. That's why this episode got dropped out. He's a shit sniper. He is. Uh, he's got to stop choosing the sniper nest. That's the problem. Like when they're dividing up their duties, there's probably a tracksuit bro who's a better sniper, but Kaiser keeps taking it. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm going to say he's got last, one of the tracksuit bros to get the gun because it looked like a an M70 or something like that, which is just weird. Why wouldn't you just get something decent? Mm-hmm. But the first time Ronan found him in his sniper nest, he didn't even get into the fight. And the second time he gave away his position with a with a red dot. He got too excited. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what we do see, though, is Hawkeye grabbed the drinks tray like a little cap shield. Yep. I liked that. Not that a drinks tray I would dodge a bullet, but okay. Oh, like I'm saying, it, it's probably lost velocity coming through the, uh, the glass. <laughs> not enough. You know? Not enough to bit. not go through a, a drinks bit. tray. Well, it's an outside... It's a skyscraper window. No. no. It's a thick window. No. I don't, I don't anyway. believe it. Eight point, this, it's not like a, this deserves a 7.8 now. I'm stropping further and further down the list. <laughs> well, it's, it's not like <laughs> just a pane glass window, man. <laughs> like, just throw shade at the director, Reese Thomas, for this one. What are you doing, man? Get a, Learn velocity. Get someone in. Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyway, or just have the shot taken from further away. Yes, that would make sense. Put him a couple of buildings down the street. Anyway, anyway, he still wouldn't use a red dot. But anyway. I was going to say, you got to remember, this is a shot that can be made with a bow and arrow. Is the distance he is away? There's your proof right there. Velocity ain't dropping had, from a from a rifle. He would have had more more luck with the bow and arrow too. Like Hawkeye, you, you look at how far Hawkeye was or was away. He aimed directly at him, and the arrow didn't drop. Mm. So therefore, bullet velocity ain't dropping. I'd love to know the uh, the ratio and the uh, what his what his bow could actually pull, like in terms of torque, and because he has some incredible shots in this. Well, see, it's not a, it's not um, a compound bow either. No, it's just it's a recurve. So it's but no, no, it's like that compact one. Remember, it like flips out. Oh yeah, but that's yeah, okay. So I don't know what he's got going on there. Like whether there's pulleys. It's probably stuff Stark in tech. That's the that's the loophole and everything, isn't it? It's nanotechnology. Um, <laughs> quantum nanotechnology. <laughs> quantum, quantum. There we go. Quantum. Yeah, it's quantum. <laughs> All right. Um, so bullets start flying. The LARPers are there as... Um, which is a good idea because the LARPers at the end of the day were police and fire people. So it's good to have people who are trained to be there kind of thing, you know? Um, which is great to see them part of the action uh helping out kate bishop's mum gets taken to a secure location that immediately goes walking uh poor jack just gets left <laughs> he doesn't understand what's happening Every, he's trying to talk and everyone just leaves and he's like i think i'm missing something here <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> he was brilliant 
I'm just Jack stole this. He was incredible. No, you know who stole this? Because Elena rocks up. Kate Bishop. Oh. <laughs> Lawrence Pugh. That line just as they're standing at the front of the elevator. It's no, so you know good. that's not that's not my favorite line. Man. Kate Bishop. My favorite line from Elena in this is after, and we're talking about movie references here. After, um, Kate Bishop pulls the Buddy the Elf elevator trick. Oh, so annoying. And she presses <laughs> all the buttons at the same time in the exact same way Buddy the Elf does. I love the little fight beforehand where she's just stopping her from getting to the buttons. I love the slap. Slaps with her face. She's like, what was and then that? The look on her face, yeah. <laughs> no, it's still not my favorite line, man. You've st- named about three of them. Still not Stop there. Stop making me like you. Nah. Oh. Suka. She called her a bitch in Russia. <laughs> like after she did that, right before she's like, ah, oh, well, I better disrobe now into my gear. This is getting serious. She calls her a bitch. Did, did, like, you, that is, did you plan that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No. no that was it. awesome. Um, oh, I loved it. Absolutely and loved the cha- it. I, Every- I really like the chat after their fight. Yeah. Like, oh, I love how you did this. The body throw was really good. Yeah. Oh man. The um the bolos that she has. Where did she get she them? Gets out. I don't know, but in the comics those are her favorite weapon. But they came out of nowhere. She didn't have them on her and next minute she's just running around with balls. Yeah, I don't know. But she aimed them perfectly to take out Widow's um <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she I, wasn't I'm, even phased at all. I need more with these two. <laughs> by the way, because their dynamic, their chemistry, everything. Like, oh man, Yelena is the perfect Black Widow. I am so excited for anything she does moving forward. Yeah. Just, as long as she keeps her accent, we're mm. sweet. Not like Natasha and just like losing it, getting it, losing it, getting it, losing it, getting it. Yeah. It looks like she will. <laughs> so... Bishop. Oh, so good. Just like so she was good. actually happy to see her. She is. <laughs> She's like, stop making me like you. I can't help it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to kill Barton and then get some appetizers. Yeah. Um, I love the way they um, they show the difference between her going out the window on the line and Kate Bishop doing oh, it. That, that body flip out there, that was so beautiful. But the camera shot panning to make it like she just ran down the yeah. building. Well, she did. Like went, went with her. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. That was really good. Uh, and then Kate uses her ballos to just terrible effect. <laughs> just follows her down in the worst way. Like that wasn't that wasn't flying, that was falling with style. Did you notice she also got a poser landing though? She did. She got the poser she landing. She did. Yeah, she got the superhero landing. She I wish we'd bounced something from As well. There. She bounced off the ground. Yeah, that was not a graceful landing at all. Uh, it doesn't matter how you gymnast it up at the end. She bounced. She hit the deck hard. Like that was your well, ankles. Did we talk about Clint's landing though? Clint's landing. Did he land? Getting into the tree. <laughs> <laughs> what was with the owl? Was that just to set up what happened? No. Um, the owl is based on a reference in 2020, I think, where they found an owl living in the tree, in that tree in Roosevelt Park. Oh, okay. And they named it something, I think Teddy or something like that. Okay. Because um, I was like, yeah. what, what is so this? Is this was... I, that's what I wanted to ask you. I'm like, is this a comic reference or 
was it just no, setting up grabbing the truck at the end just or? pop culture it was a massive thing in america that they had this owl living in the tree oh okay first time ever yeah um is it a real tree yeah where do they get it from that's a big ass tree no i think it's like or it's always there it can't always be there i think it i don't know it's got like guide ropes on it and stuff so i think it's only there for christmas yeah. but i don't know Anyway, one year, it's like 2020, yeah, they that had is an a owl living in there. steroid filled tree. Because <laughs> yeah, that's massive. Like, purposely built <laughs> or something. Um, so Clint ends up in the tree. Kate gets him down in the most spectacular fashion. Acid arrow. Hit, hitting those guide ropes was a more impressive hit, though. I like the acid arrow. I thought that was nice. Yeah. But hitting both the guide ropes with one arrow? Imagine. That's what I thought with the acid arrow. I'm like, imagine. If when Clint pulls out that ice arrow to the dude's leg, imagine if he accidentally pulled an acid arrow out. <laughs> I just want to say, so they end up on the floor. Kate Bishop ends up with him. Don't. And we get this awesome scene. You just skipped over. Clint almost died. Yeah. He almost, <laughs> almost got impaled him. by the star on the tree. <laughs> she definitely almost <laughs> killed him. Um, but she got him down, you know, it worked. Um, What's funny is it kind of called back to the first scene that she was in with the, as she destroyed the um, clock tower. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So hitting the hitting the actual string to start. That with. was a poorly made clock tower, by the way. Yeah, you know, Stain put his name on it. Kind of <laughs> sums that up, doesn't it? <laughs> Tony Stark built this in a cave. <laughs> he, they built that in a cave. You know. <laughs> um, that's still probably anyway. one of the greatest lines out of any Marvel MCU movie yeah. TV show is just him screaming right yeah. in the scientist's face. It's like, Tony Stark built I hope he took cave. a breath mint or a breath spray before he screamed that at him. Oh, man. Imagine being that actor just oh, copying. No, because he had a stogie, didn't he? Did he have a stogie so, yeah. at that point? I think he might have, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to watch that again, by the way. I'm going to get it in 4K and watch it. Needs to be you know what? Again, I might do the same. It's, is JB Hi-Fi open today? No, dude, it's on Disney Plus in 4K. But is JB Hi-Fi open today? Yeah, pretty sure. Because I think I need to own that on 4K. Well, they've got a. Um, I actually just went through JB Hi-Fi. By the way, a little bit of a JB Hi-Fi nod here, apparently. Sponsorous. Um, sponsored, not sponsored. They've got yeah, two two 4Ks, twenty bucks at the moment. Two 4Ks, twenty bucks. Yeah, oh, I got a JB Hi-Fi voucher for Christmas, so uh. Off you go, mate. Is it even um, open today? It's a public holiday as of recording. I don't know. Just do it online. No, because then it's got to be. deliver to you tomorrow. Yeah, no, it won't be, though. Because isn't it a public holiday tomorrow as well? Uh, no, they'll figure it out. Look, um, let's jump back to Hawkeye here. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of let's go buy and watch Iron Man. It Hawkeye. just shows that Iron Man is our favourite. That is the top spot number one movie. It's right up there, but this is, I don't know, no arms up there for me now. Hawkeye, though. Hawkeye, let's get back to it. This scene where they're back to back using all these different trick arrows, they're dropping bodies. I'm sorry, like there's no two ways about it. Dude's dying, for sure. And if you're unsure about that, just seeing the owl pick up that truck at the end, like the shrink arrow on the truck, that was dark. That owl is 100% eating little people. Well, I just love or it. Hell, feeding little people. She's like, "How do we get it back?" Its kids, and he's like, "I don't know. We'll have to talk to Scott about that one." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I love about that nod? It's that you think about the first time they teamed up in Civil War, where 
Ant-Man was on the Arrow. Yeah. So it's obviously their relationships kept up in this time. Was he calling like Mr. In, Arrow Moon or something like that? Yeah. They were both in um, house arrest at the same time. Yeah. So I reckon they were talking to each other. Yeah, of course they would have been. And now they're sending each other tech. <laughs> well, it seems to be only going one way, but, you know, it's cool. Um, I love that little nod. That's awesome. So the hour leads the... the oh, that was dark. It was dark. I don't know about you, man. We watched it with shut subtitles. Yeah. You hear them screaming. And the subtitle was... Child screaming. Child, yeah. Children shouting. I've seen I've seen people reacting to this episode. and it, Yeah, they, they've got the subtitles up and it said that. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. They're not children? Yeah. Or was yeah, there kids in the, the van? In the van? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, that owl is eating people. That is dark. Anyway. Um, so we've got this little back-to-back arrow scene, which was awesome. They, while this is happening, we get Maya confronting Kazi. Slides in beautifully on a motorbike. Yeah. He couldn't, he was in no way a match for her. No, not at all. Like she was holding back through a lot of that. The stab with the arrow though. Like that was, I I, I don't know. There's something about that. How she just put him down. Oh mate, you, you've just you've, you've like, skimmed over the shot that Hawkeye took at him. With yeah, the three arrows that he catches it, and he's like, "Yeah, no shit." He's like, "Yeah, no shit." <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the little Loki reference. It was so though, good, where that ends up being like a gas bomb or something. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was just no. three normal arrows. He's just killed two people. Carly mm. managed to catch it awesomely, and then no yeah. shot. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was wicked. <laughs> um, that. That Maya Kazi fight there, like I said, he was just hopelessly outmatched. Yeah, he, he, he had nothing. I love that the way this... What I loved about this uh, end scene is that we got Maya versus Kazi, Kate versus Hawk, uh, Kingpin, and Clint versus Yelena, and they were all just given breathing space to do their own thing. Yeah. And at no point were you thinking to yourself, where's the other people? Because you know it's all happening at the same time. They can't get help, even though they're right there next to each other. Yeah. Also, you know? honourable mention saying that we have skipped over is Kate talking to the the bro and the bro thanking her. <laughs> they went and saw Maroon 5 and <laughs> said... I'm going to Maroon 5, yeah. Uh, she's, he's like, I just want to thank you. Then why do you have a gun? Yeah, and then she just kicks him in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> just drops him. I love his face, though, just looking conflicted. Which is like, then why do you have a gun? He's like, yeah, fair point. <laughs> why am I here? Yeah, <laughs> the um, the way the trucks rolled up to to the tower though, the Thirty Rock Tower, um, with the Nutcracker playing in the background, yep. again, um, I think another another little reference. You remember in Die Hard? Mm-hmm. They rock into um, is it Ode to Joy? Oh, I don't remember. It's Hans and his team when they rock in. You've got it's like it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Yeah, I'll be honest. It was the other day for me. <laughs> Why are you watching that when you've got other things to watch? Because it's Christmas, sir. No, it's Christmas. You should have watched Jingle All the Way anyway. I did. Anyway, 
<laughs> and Home Alone, by the way, both of them. Oh, I can't stand that movie. <laughs> uh, well, Archer hadn't watched them before, so, you know. Oh, jeez, now um, you're screwed. Yeah, I know. Just drop my son's name on here, which is going to give people a giveaway into why Hawkeye's one of my favourite characters. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, also wrong kid to show that sort of movie too. <laughs> you're yeah, going to walk out to a solid booby. No, he'll just beat you. No, see, that's the difference. Like my oldest is setting up booby traps and taking shots with arrows and the youngest is Ronan. No, the youngest is John like, McClane. You've got this. <laughs> you've got going he's gonna be climbing here. through air vents, coming down and beating yeah. you up. Yeah, there's nothing stealthy about the youngest. He's just going straight for you. While the oldest is gonna have a log swing set up out the front of your bedroom, so when you walk out your room, bang. Yeah, with a paint dangerous. can smacking you in the head. Look, watching a home learn as an adult, I've got to say there's a lot of times you watch stuff being like, Those dudes are dead. Oh, for sure. Like, Those dudes died. Like if that's not a concussion, that's death. That's that's death. Death. You're not waking up from that. Like, sorry, mate. You just got hit with a paint can twice. <laughs> I don't know how you got up from the first one, but second one killed you. Like, you're going to go talk to Will Smith and find out what's wrong with you right now. Um, concussion is where we're going. Great movie. Back to Hawkeye, though. So let's break down these fights. So we've talked, done the Maya-Kazi scene. That was what it is. We follow Maya out of this scene anyway. Um, she's trying to get out of this life though. That's what this came down to. Yeah. She said, I've had enough. I'm not going to end up like my dad, all this kind of stuff. I'm getting out. Kazi, however, is saying that this is his life. Also calls back to the fact that she was always that little bit better than him. When you remember that first scene they showed up in where he gets beaten by the boy in as a kid. And then she steps up and beats the guy. Yep. And he's like, I've always kind of been second to you, but I shouldn't have been. Yeah, you should have been, man. She was better than you. Like, Sorry to say it. Yeah. Um, let's jump to Kate Bishop then. So Kate Bishop goes to rescue her mum because Kingpin has just rocked up as she's gotten into the car and ripped that door off. Yeah, just ripped it off. Please, Eleanor, don't leave. <laughs> it's like, what? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My God, that was good. Kate rocks up. Stay away from my mum. An arrow point blank into his chest, which he just knocks away. Now. And this is like, if the car door wasn't your first inclination that this version of the kingpin is juiced up, that's the the inclination where you're like, something's up here. has he just got good armour? Because remember, in Daredevil, he gets all his suits. All his suits were armoured, but that went through a bloody Hawaiian shirt. He might be wearing something underneath it. You never know. He might have got smart. Quantum nanotechnology. Quantum. Quantum tech. Yeah. It's more, it's whatever he stole from Avengers Compound. Yeah. And because he probably did. Like, he's he's pilfered a lot of stuff. He's got Tony's suit. Yeah, he's just got like an armour underneath it. Oh my God, an armoured up kingpin would be crazy. (laughs) My God. Anyway. Venom Kingpin. Brushes off the arrow like it's nothing. Like there's an arrow shaft still inside him at this point. Yeah. Right? Maybe. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure because it doesn't come out. He just snaps it. He then goes toe to toe with her by... No. He's going towards her and Eleanor runs him over with a car. Yeah. Which sends him flying into the toy store. 
which he just gets up, as he would. <laughs> um, Kate follows him in, seals the exit with the webbing arrow, which was awesome, the netting netting arrow. Um, then just gets the biggest mismatch in history. Like, absolutely thrown around like a ragdoll in this store. Like, there were times I was looking at this saying, she dead. She stands her ground, though. Yeah. What I love, though, is how they ended this. So he snaps her arrows. He never looks like he actually wants to kill her. Did you notice this? Yeah, no, he, he told her to stay away. There were so many times he could have killed her, and he just thought he wasn't trying to kill her. I'm not sure what the go is there, but it's almost as if, like, she hasn't actually slighted him. Because the kingpin is about business and revenge. Yep. And she hadn't messed with his business yet. And she hadn't done anything that required revenge. Like on a personal level, he doesn't care what someone does to him. It's if someone does something to Vanessa or his family or anything like that, then it gets personal. Yeah. She hadn't. So he wasn't trying to kill her. It was just like, stay out of my way, stay down. Snaps the trick arrows, which come into play. You see the moment where he throws her, where she sees his cufflink. She then goes the arm bar, which he just lifts her off and throws her. So good. You see her take the cufflink. He didn't throw her. No, he just... It was a chest bump. Yeah. He just chest bumps her and she goes flying. It's like, oh, you're awesome. Yeah. He is OP, but awesome. Um, she then lands holding the cufflink and does the little coin flip trick that she learned to set off the trick arrows. I loved everything about that. The fact that it's the cufflinks, which were such a massive part his of his character in the Daredevil. Which means he's probably... That was the, that was the exact same cufflinks as well, did you notice? Hmm. So how can they say so that it's not the same kingpin when it is the same kingpin? Because he could have the same dad and same issues. Too much you know? is the same. Like, variants can shift at different Don't points. Don't believe it. Don't bring in Loki into this and your variants. Just saying. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. It was the timekeepers all along. Mephesto confirmed. <laughs> Mephesto. <laughs> it was the rabbit. It was Ralph Boner. <laughs> <laughs> so... Blows the shite out of Kingpin. Now, what I love about this particular little setup between everyone had their own little fights. We said that. Maya gets her resolution with Kazi, then goes after Kingpin. Kate gets her resolution with Kingpin, which wasn't really a resolution because her issue was with Eleanor all along. Yeah. I love the shift from Eleanor where it's, oh, you're going to arrest your mum on Christmas. From before that, I love you. I've done everything for you. I'm so sorry you found out what you're arresting me. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yep. she did not think her daughter was going to do that. Oh, is this what heroes do? That was such a good yeah. line. Her mum, I don't know, man. I've, I just had the feel that like, we didn't get enough of her mum. Like, I know it's a short run. It's only six episodes. Blah blah blah. But. I, we had these little hints about her mum where she did the flip on the on the table to catch something in her mouth when she was with her daughter was when she was younger. Yep. When she they said that she had framed Jack with the sword 
I thought we were going to find out it was her who used the sword. Like, I thought there was more to it. Like, because she was in those uh, montage cartoon shots. She was standing behind Kate while Kate was training. Almost as if she was there being like, this is how you do it. You, you see what yep. I'm saying? I thought we were going to get a more f- physical bad guy in her mum. Like, and it find out that, yeah, she's attracted to Jack because they can go toe to toe. I don't know if we're going to get more still or if that's going to be a season two thing. Whatever the go is, she's going to prison. A prison is pretty much a death sentence if your kingpin is your enemy. Right? Yeah. Like, so if she gets killed in prison now, there's going to be some serious guilt from Kate to deal with. I don't think she will. Nah. She'll be back. I don't know if we're getting a season two, by the way. I have no idea. I hope we do, but wherever Kate Bishop shows up next, I'm keen. Let's follow Kingpin out of the store where he's brushed off this explosion. He's looking a bit worse for wear and he comes face to face with Maya. What's the first thing he says to her? We're family? Something like that, yeah. It's the next line though that I kind of honed in on, which was family doesn't always see eye to eye. Yep. She then lifts the gun and shoots. We don't see the body because it pulls away. The scene, though, where she's standing with the gun to his face is a direct take from the comic, which is the comic that Echo was in where Daredevil tells her that Kingpin killed her. Yeah. We pretty much had Ronan do that last week. Sure did. So they've kind of done her origin story, but just replaced Ronan with Daredevil. Well, this is where... Sorry, Daredevil with This Ronan? is where the after credit scene should have been. And it should have gone back to that moment. No, I wouldn't have. Can I... And no, what, man? I actually have been told what the original... There were two after credit scenes planned. And I'll get to them after this because one of them I think you're going to be happy with. Is it Daredevil shows up? No. Well, that's what I would have had. I would have been As awesome, soon as that gun, just as that gun's a bit... Because we hear the gun go off. And we hear someone drop. I... There's a bang and a body it's drops. It's also not Kingpin that drops because his shadow's still on the wall standing up. Mm. So I would like to have seen Daredevil show up and knock that gun out of her hand. Mm-hmm. that's where it should have gone. And that's where you get the next show with her and Daredevil. All right, I'm going to carry on from this for you after we wrap up the next part. So Hawkeye and Yelena have their yep. fight. I love that that 2018 little, remember that little title card we got at the start of the last episode where they showed what Yelena yeah, 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 had yeah, been yeah. up to in that time? It started with that whistle that she did at the grave. Yeah. And that was obviously just to remind people because that's how Hawkeye triggers her. That's how he gets through to her. I feel like, and this is going to sound bad, but I feel like that moment would have hit harder if Black Widow had been a better movie. Because I've had no inclination to watch Black Widow again. 
And that whole whistle thing, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what they do. They whistle to each other, you know? It's the whistle at the grave, though, that kind of sold that whistle for me. And it's the same kind of whistle that Clint does here. Yeah. And that would have hit a lot harder if I'd enjoyed Black Widow more, I think. Um, the way they're fighting, though, and she wants to know what happens. Because like, this whole time, I, I got to be, like this whole time, I was talking about Mrs. We're just like, they need a conversation. Like, they just need to talk to each other. Please, just let them talk to each well, other. Well, no, because he tries to talk. She doesn't want to listen. She's blinded by it. Yeah. She doesn't want to listen. There yes. is no conversation to be had in her eyes. And it's at that moment in this kind of conversation where you realize that she can't accept the truth because she believes that Natasha would never leave. That's her. right. And that's what it comes down to. It's not that Natasha wouldn't be a hero. It's that Natasha would not leave her. It's when they have their full conversation, she realizes that Natasha saved her. That she thinks, yeah, she would do yeah. that. That's the selling point. It's almost, I like, this is what I'm finding just absolutely, this fraction run was incredible, but it's not just the fraction run. It's that you do the fraction run and then you go, here, Florence Pugh and Jeremy Renner have an awesome scene together. Yeah. Here, Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner have an awesome scene. Here, Haley Steinfeld and Vincent D'Onofrio have an awesome scene together. You yep. know what I mean? Like, you're getting these incredible actors, incredible characters just playing together, and you're like, yes, this is awesome. Seeing them, not that you didn't want them to hug, I don't think, but just shaking hands and saying, yeah, okay, we're good, kind of thing. You're laying their heads off to, where's she going? Probably the Dark Avengers, right? Something like that, maybe. She's still heading that. She's going back to Val probably to be like, what did you send me in to kill him for? Kind of thing. We get the Barton Christmas. So they head back to, to the Barton farm. They make it in time for Christmas. He's kept his promise. Fantastic. He didn't die. Love it. <laughs> we get the reveal that all oh, the dog's name's Lucky, by the way. They've named him Lucky. Yep. He's not just Pizza Dog anymore. He's Lucky. He's got a generic name. Yeah. That was his name from the comics. But in the comics, it made sense because he was actually a lucky dog. Like He kept surviving all this weird shit. Yeah. So Clint was like, oh, you're a bit lucky, aren't you? And they start calling him Lucky. Um, you know, you didn't really get that in this, so I don't think Lucky really felt earned. If that makes yep. sense, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't doesn't matter. Um, we get the Mockingbird confirmation. Agent here. nineteen. Yeah, so Agent nineteen is obviously Mockingbird's designation at Shield. So that I was happy with. I'm like, that's all I needed. That was fantastic. I don't know how that watch means that they can find you, but cool. That's awesome. I did call this a while ago, so I'm happy with it. Like, that's what I'm happy to get, right? I'd love to see Linda Carlini. Like, honestly, if they do like a Black Widow style, go back in time and show these two together, I want to see how Hawkeye and Bobby Morse met. It would be cool. Like, Mockingbird met, you know what I mean? Like, go back and do it. That'd be awesome. Um, you could even have Natasha come back and do that. 
That'd be great. Have them all work together. Do a spy thriller set in the 90s. Done. <laughs> like early 2000s. <laughs> Absolutely on board for that. Um, we get... She's trying to think of code names now. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. And Say it right. Kate Bishop. And lands on Hawkeye. So this is... Well, she didn't land on Hawkeye. She was saying Hawk, no. girl, Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. And he's yeah. gone, I've got an idea. Bang, title card. Yeah, I've got an idea. How about you just become Hawkeye? And you know what? I'm happy with it. Let's so you be Hawkeye, I'll be Hawk guy. <laughs> and that'll work. Well, it's, it more sounds like you be Hawkeye because I'm retired. Yeah, I'm going to spend time with my family. You're good enough to carry this. Off you go. And I also think there's that opening later on for them to come back and have that banter where he's like, no, I'm going to be Hawkeye again. You need a different name. I'll, uh, I'll call. And she's going to be like, I've been Hawkeye all this time. You're now Hawkeye. I'll call through to Cap <laughs> you know, like and I'll let him know happen. that we've got a new Hawkeye. A new Avenger. Um, and we'll find out what Elena is, you know? Get in on it. I was happy. That was a perfect ending. It then fades out and we will talk. Look, it was a Christmas gift from Marvel and I understand it, all right? I'm going to say this. Coming from me, I'm a massive musical fan. I've, I love watching musicals. I've been in musicals. Like, there's a joy to musicals which I love. I understand the amount of work also that goes into making a musical and a scene and doing all those choreography, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of work that goes into it. So to film those first scenes they did with the joke about the Avengers Rogers musical where he was watching it, turned his hearing aid off, all that kind of stuff. They had to do that scene so many times. You know what I mean? Like they had to do that a lot of times to be able to film mm -hmm. that. So to then say, this is what it was. We did it. You may as well have it. That's awesome. I'm glad, but I wish they had done it just as a separate release later on. Do it as a DVD. That's it. Or put it, or put it up on the socials. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? If you want to watch this, watch this. Don't force people to watch it thinking that they're going to get a, someone like, I, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, old Cap's going to be in the audience here. See, I, did, I wasn't thinking that at all because they kind of set the expectations for me when they said, Merry Christmas from Marvel Studios. Well, that Christmas present like, sucked. Yeah, I was like, all right, you've given me a present I don't really want right now. Like, I loved it, but I didn't want that. If right they had now. to just pin and it was old man cap or something in the audience, I would have been like, worth it. That's awesome. So, but we got nothing. The director and the writers have since come out and said they had two end credit scenes planned that Marvel took took away. Damn it, right. Foggy! Are you ready? Yeah, for come this? on, because I'm going to tell you what they are. The first one was going to be like their little, you know, they just do like a little jokey one. Yeah, like patience. It was a dark joke. It was the shot of the nest with the owl in it. With the eating the, <laughs> the oh car. nice that would be wicked, right? So that was the the kind of first one they were doing, or it was going to be whatever the joke. And one the bros was. trying to run away. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Yeah. The next one they had was the the setup. It's all right. You know what? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to I'm going to elaborate a little bit. Come on. on. But here we go. All right. So cut to an office. Yep. With someone reading a letter out loud. You see a package there on the table that's been opened. 
and the package is Ronan's sword. Okay? Yeah. The note that is being read is, if you go after Kate Bishop or Clint Barton, I will come for you. Signed, Ronan. Right? Yep. That note is being read to the kingpin. Oh. Who is sitting at his office table with both his eyes bandaged up. He's been shot in the head twice. He was blinded by the shot. Yeah, right. That is a direct reference to the comic book. Does he get his eyes back? Because that is what happens. Okay, cool. He gets like reconstructive surgery. But that is what happens when Maya shoots him. She shoots him in the head and he loses his sight. Yeah, right. And then how he goes through like months of no sight trying to build his empire back. How does he read the note? Essentially. He's having it read to him. Someone was staying there reading that note out loud to him. And then it would pan around to him, like listening to yep. it and taking it in. Because you got to remember, he was terrified of the. So Ronan. he sent. So so Ronan sent his Ronan sword. Ronan sent his sword. Yeah, right. With that note, apparently that's what they were going to do. I'll come and pick this up when I need it. That's a, that's a <laughs> if, boss move. That. If you go after them, I'm coming to get this. And I'm coming it. to pick up my stuff. For now, you can keep yeah. it. Yeah, but if you do this something just silly, a, just a reminder that I'm out here. And that was essentially Hawkeye being stay away from me, my family, and... See, I would have preferred my idea and have Matt show up because he's now working again and Matt's shown up and he's gone, I told you that if you started anything, I'd be back. Yeah. That would have been wicked. That would have been awesome. See, I loved loved their idea just because it's the actual comic. Yeah. And because the whole show was basically straight out of the comic. So faithful. It wins. Um, Look, man, that was that's pretty much the entire thing set up. Um, we did talk about in the show where this sits for you and me in terms of it's my second favorite. It's my second favorite. It could be my favorite, actually. No, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It was my favorite, and it's because it was just so faithful. And and the Yelena we got, the Kate Bishop we got, like they introduced these characters, and they were better than they had any right to. Yeah, <laughs> they stole it, Jack. Jack was better than he had any right to be. <laughs> he was amazing. Like, the bros were done perfectly. Like that was just note for note comic book. Anyway, guys, if you want more of this, I'm going to say, I don't know if season two is happening, but go read Matt Fraction's run because it is just perfect. And that's why this show is so good. So if you want more, because that is longer than this show. Like there is more that happens in that run than this. You get all this side story about Kate Bishop's backstory, about what she's doing, all this kind of stuff. There's a whole comic book dedicated, like a whole arc dedicated to a day in the life of Lucky and what he goes through. Uh, it's it's great. It's such a good run. Check it out. Um, as for where they're going, we don't know if there's a season two. We know there's a spinoff for Echo. Yep which looks like Kingpin may be a part of. He'd want to be. We've been told that um, Charlie Cox may be showing up in She-Hulk, which means that Kingpin could be showing up in She-Hulk Nah, too. I doubt it. From what I'm putting together, it looks like Kingpin is going to be the big bad of the 
grounded MCU series. Bring in Burnthal. <laughs> Bring in the grumpy yes. Frank Castle. Do it. Do it. No, no. Punisher. We want Punisher. Yeah, we want Punisher this time, not Frank. Yeah, that's what we want. Um, as far as where, like we said, Yelena's going, possibly Dark Avengers. Where Kate Bishop's going... Is Avengers. It has to be Young Avengers. So the Young Avengers is where we had originally got Kate Bishop in the comics. Yeah. That was her first appearance was Hawkeye in the comics. Um, we have seen through the series, TV series that we had, we can introduce, he's part of Young Avengers as well. We had Speed introduced, so that was one of Maximoff's kids. Yep. Uh, we can in Speed, so they're part of the Young Avengers too. Um, who else? Uh, Catherine Newton's been cast as... Miss Marvel. No. Oh, yeah, she's in it. Sorry, Miss Marvel's should be part of it too. But Catherine Newton was cast as Ant-Man's daughter. Cassie Lang. Um, Cassie Lang, sorry, yeah. So she's a young Avenger as well. Um, America Chavez is a young Avenger who's showing up in... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So there's the pieces in play here, but the biggest piece in play for the young Avengers is Kang. Yes. Who is their biggest villain. And also one of their biggest heroes. So Kang, one of his variants, is the bloke who, when they were first taught, when Kang's first telling a story, the first Kang that goes to the thirtieth, the thirtieth century, yeah. Kang, who lo- who knows about time? He's travel. a good guy. He is Nathaniel Richards. So Reed Richards' relative yep. from the future. He ends up back in our time and decides he needs to try stop Kang from ever becoming Kang. Yeah. And that's the whole mission of the Young Avengers. It's working with Reed Richard, who becomes Iron Lad, so makes Iron Man armor. Oh, Riri Williams as well. Yep. By the way, talking about that, we've got Armor Wars, the TV series happening. Yeah, so when the bloody hell is that coming that out? I don't know. It sort of just disappeared. It's just floating around somewhere, isn't it? But anyway, we've got plenty of MCU stuff coming, and that's probably where all these little pieces are going to fit in. I'm stoked to see whatever happens, man, especially if it's more Kingpin because this Kingpin is brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. I'm keen for it. Um, where are you sitting, man? Second. Second. So Falcon Winter Falcon Soldier, Soldier first, then this, then... I see. So you're happy just to ignore the musical and then pop it back to Yeah, I'll give it just because of Kate Bishop. <laughs> Yelena was amazing. This is right? so good. And we and got Kingpin. I'll be honest, we got man. Kingpin, Kingpin. Yeah, I mean, we got Baron Zemo. There is no release date for Armor Wars. Mm, don't know what's going on there. Um, as far as Loki goes, we had Kang, obviously. So that it sits in there as well. We got Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin here. We got Kang in Loki. It's cool that the series are setting these big bads up yeah. for the movies, you know? I don't know if any movie is going to use Kingpin, but uh, gosh, I hope they do. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is your number one. Yep, numero uno. And Hawkeye's popped in second for yep. you. I've got Hawkeye at number one. I, I just feel like... And then it's Loki for me, those... and then, Wan- then Wanda, then what if. Look, it's daylight, then what if. Like... There, I don't. I, I'm struggling to put what if on this list, to be honest, because I just don't feel like it belongs there. Like, it shouldn't be spoken about in the same breath as these other. No, because it's not even in the same league. And can you believe we got four awesome shows in one year from Marvel? I know. 
That was great. Keen for next year when we get Miss Marvel, She-Hulk and Moon Knight and possibly something else. Guys, can be seen to a what if, isn't it? Yeah, right, it, it will us, be. Guys. It really will be. <laughs> Cheers for joining us. Really appreciate it. Merry Christmas to everyone in the spirit of Hawkeye. Um, this episode was called So This Is Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Always love when Sevi sings on the yes. pod. <laughs> appreciate it, guys. Thanks for joining me, Sevi. Bye. Bye.